America needs more companies like American Financing now more than ever. Uh, companies that were built by families still hold those same family values. Um, I know you're concerned about spending money and saving money, as we all need to be. Um, please call American Financing now. American Financing understands you. They want to help you. If you can give them a call today and just tell them, here's my situation. They'll do a free mortgage review for you. There are no tricks, no obligations. They're not going to try to convince you to do anything that isn't good for you. It's not going to, it's not going to cost you a dime. Just call them and say, hey, these are my, this is my situation. Can you guys help me at all save money? Um, the percentages were sky high. They are going to go uh, even more sky high, especially with those high interest credit cards. So please call American Financing, 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Go there now. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is next. America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Well, we now find out that the FBI reportedly was seeking documents from Donald Trump that Donald Trump believed would exonerate him from the Russian collusion claims and other election related charges when the agents came down and hit Mar-a-Lago. The FBI collected all of the documents that were government property and used concerns about classified documents to justify the raid. But agents apparently were looking for Trump's personal stash containing documents related to the Russian collusion accusations against him. He knew, and it's why he tweeted out yesterday a, uh, a reminder of what he did, I think, on January, late in January of 2020, uh, tw- or 2021, right before he left office, where he said he was declassifying these particular papers. They are a smoking gun on the deep state. He had just said a couple of weeks ago that he was going to start releasing some of these, and then the FBI raid happened. Is that a coincidence? Guy who would most likely know and have an inside scoop is Bill O'Reilly. He joins us in 60 seconds. All right, today is the very last day. If you forget to pick up the new American history book from Tuttle Twins, uh, if you miss out today, you're going to miss out on all the amazing extras. Um, It is evident to all of us that American history has been lost, erased, and intentionally distorted. That's why I want you to pick up American history. It is a book now from the Tuttle Twins. It will give your kids the truth, the facts, 
but most importantly, the story of American history. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now before the offer is gone. They're throwing in audiobooks, workbooks. You can get a, a, a free sample of the chapter today, but this is it. So call them right now. Just get online at TuttleTwinsBeck.com and order. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, welcome to the program, sir. Uh, what are your thoughts on the latest revelations and Donald Trump's tweet yesterday about the documents that he said would have exonerated him? And that's what they were really well, after. First of all, Beck, how you doing? You all right? I'm good. good. Oh, I'm great. Yeah, it's hot down there, though, right? Uh, it's hot. a little It's a little warm. Yeah, a little warm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So, look, I don't know what uh, the government took. No one does. I don't know what Trump had. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So let me tell you something I do know. This is not going well for the Department of Justice. It's not going well. And the indicator on that is that Joe Biden has disappeared. He's gone. We don't know what he's doing. We know where he is. Because you have to know where the president is. But for the past two and a half weeks, uh, Joe has not been around. No statements. You know, he signed the uh, ridiculous inflation-reducing bill, which, of course, won't reduce inflation. Um, I'm going to have on my radio program every day, I'm I'm changing the name um, from uh, the O'Reilly update to I'm going to give you a million dollars. (laughs) <laughs> because you can say anything you want now, right? <laughs> so my new radio program is, I'm going to give you a million dollars. Even though it's not true. Right. Well, how could the, the government stop government you from doing say, it? Yeah, if the federal government can say, we're going to reduce inflation by spending a half trillion dollars, I can say, my new radio show is, I'm going to give you a million dollars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's so absurd, so crazy. So... If the Justice Department had justification for this unbelievable raid, the highest profile criminal raid in the history of the United States, do you realize that, Beck? There has never been a higher profile federal raid than this. Well, because we've never done it to a president before. It doesn't. That's the number one job in the country. That's right. Very good, Doug. This is the highest profile criminal raid ever. And they won't tell us why, what, they, uh, what they're looking for, why, what the justification was. So it, fighting I, any kind of exposition to tell the folks why they did what they did. So this, according, this according to Newsweek, uh, the FBI collected all the documents that were government property, used concerns about classified documents to justify the raid. But agents were looking for Trump's personal stash containing the documents related to Russian collusion accusations against him, fearing that he would weaponize them, according to Newsweek. One, uh, okay. one former Trump official said he may have planned to use the documents to help in a presidential run in the coming term. Trump was particularly interested in matters related to the Russian hoax and the wrongdoings of the deep state. I think he felt, and I agree, that these facts are facts the American people need to know. That's ridiculous. Newsweek is absurd. That's why it's out of business, and it doesn't have a magazine on the stands anymore. Donald Trump's attorneys have all of those things. Okay? 
They have them in computer. All of the documents that show, and I'm sure there are thousands of them, corruption by the Justice Department in Russian collusion are in the hands of Donald Trump's attorneys. The FBI does not need to go in and grab paper so that Donald Trump doesn't know what he has in his basement. Are you following me here? It's a totally absurd premise. So Trump does have information that was compiled that will show the corruption of the FBI during Russian collusion. That exists. But it is in the hands of his attorneys. They have it. It's not like there's one piece of paper and, oh, give me that paper back. No, that's not how it works. And Newsy doesn't know what it's doing. I think it's run by the Tuttle Twins, I think, run it now. Um, but it's just insane. You know, I'm sitting there going, I'm, I listen to all of these reports, and I go, this is so crazy, I can't even imagine it. Well, it's coming so, kind of from Donald Trump's camp. Uh, no, but that's okay. Donald Trump's camp wants Americans to believe that this raid was designed to cover up X, Y, and Z. That's what Donald Trump's camp wants people to believe. So why wouldn't they put it out? So they then, have documents, they being the Donald Trump organization. He has them. So, now, to me, I don't know whether he's going to use them in a book or use them in a lawsuit. I don't know what he's going to do. Okay? But this raid by the FBI wasn't predicated on that. It was predicated on a fishing expedition tied to January 6th. That's what they, why they did this. They were looking for any kind of documentation that Trump was involved with the planning and or encouraged the incursion into the Capitol. That's what this is all about, Beck. All right. Let me, let me change uh, topics to um, Liz Cheney. Uh, the headline today is, if not for Democratic voters, Cheney's loss would have been worse. So we know a lot of Democrats crossed over and voted for Lynn Cheney. Is, was yeah. that just a, or Liz Cheney, is that just a, um, uh, a cheap political trick? Or is that a sign that the Democrats in Wyoming wouldn't mind somebody like Lynn Cheney, who's a little more conservative, uh, you know, and but against Donald Trump. Look, Cheney lost by 40 points, 4-0. I've never seen a wax like that ever for an incumbent politician. Okay? So maybe eight Democrats in Wyoming somewhere <laughs> up around Cody crossed over and voted for Liz. Maybe she took them out to dinner. Maybe she bought them a snack. But the fact of the matter is, remember, an open primary, anybody can vote for anybody. So if the people of Wyoming thought that Liz Cheney was representing them in an effective way, she would have won. But they don't. Why? Very simple. She allied herself with Nancy Pelosi, 
the devil in Wyoming, Beck. Yeah. All right. So let me, let me let me change uh, subject. Something Stu and I were talking about. Uh, Mitch McConnell is getting hammered by some uh, conservatives uh, because he said, look, the Senate, it's it's not a done deal. I don't think it is a done deal. I, I think yep. you know, I, I wouldn't count this out. I think you have to overwhelm the ballot box uh, this uh, uh, this fall to be able to have any kind of red wave, even in the House. Um, don't take this as a done deal it is or the polls are said to be tightening. Do you believe that's a true? And do you believe that's because of people are for the Democrats, just not Joe Biden? Number one, polls don't matter until late September. So these polls are foolish and everybody should ignore them. Number two, it's all about the candidates. So I don't think Oz is going to win in Pennsylvania, and that's no. a winnable race for Republicans there. Yep. That's a winnable race. But I don't think he's going to win. And why is that? Donald Trump was betting that he was a guy that everybody knew, had yeah. name recognition on TV, people trusted him. Yeah, but you, this is a, a skill set game, campaigning. And he doesn't look to me like he has a grasp of what people in Pennsylvania really are concerned about. Because maybe he lives in New Jersey, and that's why he doesn't have it. He's not going to win. So you take that off the board. I did see a poll, and again, I'm contradicting myself a little bit because the polls don't really matter now, where Vance in Ohio is now up. It surprised me because he's another bad candidate. Um, Arizona, that's a real, oh, boy, down there. Why? Um, You don't like Masters? Kelly, I don't know him, but Kelly is a name and, you know, a lot of sympathy attached to the attack sure, on his wife. Sure. Um, and, and with the women vote, that matters. And Gabby Giffords will be out campaigning. Uh, that's a tough one. I think Laxalt will win in Nevada. Um, I think that New Hampshire uh, could go to the Republicans. The guy up there looks like he has got a grasp on the live free or die state. It's all about retail politics, Beck. You know that. The convincing the people who might be skeptical of you that you are looking out for them. And, you know, the national polling doesn't really matter. Um, you've got to be a very, very good campaigner. Here in New York, we have a, a gubernatorial race. Kathy Hochul, perhaps the worst politician I have ever seen in my entire life. All right. She makes Cuomo look like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> no, no. That okay. is Abraham Lincoln is Liz Cheney. Uh, yeah, whatever, Liz. Um, and, and Pop, she's going to take Stelter's place on CNN, by the way, Liz Cheney. Oh, yeah. Um, if it's not if yeah. it's not there, she'll be on The View. Uh, nah, The View wouldn't take her. Um, but CNN would. Mm. Anyway, so Zeldin, the congressman here where I am right now in Suffolk County, New York, is running against Hochul, two-to-one registration favoring the Democrats in New York. Zeldin has a chance. Because he's running on crime, crime and taxes. And here in New York, there is just crazy. Everybody's crazed about the violent crime here. Because you keep letting people go. I mean, these Soros people just keep letting people go. Here's how bad it is. And this is in New York where you used to live. All you hear from liberal Democrats in New York is gun control. That's all you hear. Guns, guns, guns. Got to get them off. Confiscate everybody's guns. If you are 
a criminal caught with an illegal weapon on your person in New York City, they do not give you bail. You can go right out. You go into the station. They take your gun. They photograph you. They say, show up in three weeks, which you, of course, never will. And you walk out the door. So if Bill, you're real concerned about Bill, I was, crime, when, I, when I was there, it was 20 years prison and everyone said automatic. Don't care who you are. You're caught with a gun that you don't have the license for. Not an illegal gun. You don't have a concealed carry permit. Automatic jail. They don't even ask questions. So much, much tougher. But now you have Hochul, the governor, going, guns, guns, guns. Got to ban them, ban them, ban them. Nobody can have them. But if you're an illegal criminal and you have a gun, ah, we're not going to punish you. Okay, thanks. You know, I mean, I can't give you a better, more stark example of corruption than that. So Zeldin's got a chance because you're on a populist campaign. That's what you have to do here. I don't know Mitch McConnell. I don't know what he's doing. I never liked him. He killed Kate's law single-handedly. You'll remember that. Yep. Almost had it done. He killed it. I've, I don't have any respect for him. I hope that if the uh, Republicans get the Senate, they boot him and put somebody in that was going to be looking out for the folks. All right, back with Bill O'Reilly in just a second. Just about every day on this program, I share the experiences of real people just like you, people who have had their lives changed by taking Relief Factor, and I'm one of them. I would not be um, here today, or at least in the shape that I'm in today, if it weren't for Relief Factor. Like millions of Americans, I used to live with pain every single day, bad pain, the kind that is um, incredible to even concentrate on anything because of. I got my life back through Relief Factor, and I honestly didn't think it would work for me. Relief Factor is not a drug. It was developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of the pain that we deal with and also the source of much of our illnesses. It could work for you. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. So get the quick start, the three-week trial pack. You can get it at relieffactor.com right now. Relieffactor.com. It's 1995. You can call them at 800, the number four relief. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF or relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, we were talking about uh, Kathy Hochul um, and and what a great governor she is, according to Bill O'Reilly. She's fantastic. Um, <laughs> yesterday, she signed in a bill to make sure that Albany knows that you have to have general neut- uh, gender neutral language. So salesperson is now uh, the word officially for the state instead of salesmen. This is what the government of New York is working on? Yeah. Well, I was in Macy's the other day, and I wanted to get the attention of a salesperson. I said, Madam, and 18 guys turned around. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, no. I, I can't keep up with it. Hey, can I ask you a question, Beck? Yeah. Okay. Did you read the Breitbart article on me this week? I did. I did. Uh, the uh, okay, article. I want to on... tell you something about it. All right. I told them that one of the reasons, and the, the uh, headline of the article was, the left tried to cancel O'Reilly. It didn't work, and he's doing great. And we really appreciate Breitbart actually telling the truth. Yes. Um, but I told them 
that one of the reasons that happened was because of you. Oh, you didn't need to do that, now, Bill. Didn't put that in there. I don't know why. You know, they edit. They edit these articles all sure. over the place. I don't think it was a personal thing that they did. They just didn't want. They didn't feel it was. Uh, part of the narrative but i wanted your audience to know because i know a lot of people did read the article on breitbart we have it posted on billoreilly.com and go to breitbart itself but the article was one of the few ever positive articles ever written about me so i'm, I'm still kind of in a state of uh stunned yeah, um admiration for breitbart. it's weird but, when that happens isn't it yeah but without you and this is true because you were number one. You were the first one in saying, look, I'm not buying all this on O'Reilly. I know him because you and I go way back. Um, weren't, weren't we in the first grade together, Beck? No, <laughs> no we I was still you, a baby sperm yeah, when you, you were in high school. I remember the conversation I had with you. I was driving back to Philadelphia, and, I, and you said, look, I'm going to put you on, but you got to tell me the truth. And I said, I've always told you the truth, and I always will. And yeah. that's true. Is that correct? It is true. We spent probably two hours on the phone, and I grilled you and grilled you and grilled you. And my wife was there. You don't probably know this, but I had you on speakerphone. So my wife, who's got great instincts, she was listening. And uh, I said, I think I believe you, Bill. Uh, so I, you know, and I told you, if it ever comes out that you're lying to me, I will burn you at the stake on the air. And you said, I'm not lying. And, uh, yeah, but up. you said something even worse than that. What did I say? You said, if it turns out you're misleading me, O'Reilly, I'm sending Stu to your house. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll do every show with you from here on out. Yeah, think about that. Um, I, I mean, I said, look, back. I'm telling you the exact truth. But you had courage to do it. Um, I, I you know, wanted your audience to know that. I did tell that to Breitbart. Uh, Hannity also puts me on his radio show. Uh, a few others do. Now the momentum is all us. I know. Um, and if you read the article, you'll see it. Yeah, and um, and Bill, I have to tell you, I've um, I've done that for one other person um, that was in your situation, and uh, that person has never said anything about it, and I don't want them to say it publicly. I don't really care about that. But you have not only said it to me multiple times personally which means more to me um and you've also said it pub publicly and i couldn't be i hope you know this i couldn't be happier for your success you deserve it well you should be, you should be proud of yourself that you're a man of courage man. thank you very much bill bill o'reilly you can find him at billoreilly.com billoreilly.com that was nice i was kind of waiting for a punchline from I one of you but on, uh... i think he's on drugs <laughs> there you go he is gone completely senile where's the old bill that you know tears people apart <laughs> something is wrong he might be dying <laughs> the glenn back program be really great if we didn't have to build a parallel economy in this country but it is pretty clear that that is exactly what we have to do not only are we living in an era of inflation that demands that you find cheaper goods and services but so many major companies are so woke it's insane. And companies that are openly accepting ESG mandates to companies like Verizon, who openly donate to Planned Parenthood, things are bad. So when it comes to your cell phone, stop paying more money than you have to. Stop paying a huge bill every month where you know they're going to take some of their profits and send it to Planned Parenthood. Please. 
build the um, the conservative or constitutional economy. Patriot Mobile. It has plans that are affordable for any budget. They get the same same great coverage, amazing customer service, and they donate to causes you actually believe in. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. You're going to save money. Get free activation right now just by mentioning my name. It is 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn for Blaze TV. And don't forget to subscribe as well to BillOReilly.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program, Mr. Michael Malice. This is the only show that has a swing this dramatic from every week. Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. To the anarchist Michael Malice. And I'm standing somewhere in between going, I got to get these two together. This would be a scream. Hey, Michael, how are you? Do you really want to set me up for punchlines against Mr. O'Reilly? No, no I don't. don't. I'm friends with both of you. Play nice. Well, that wouldn't last long if we were in a room together. So I, 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 I know. Not, Have you ever I, been in a room I, with him? He'd pound you to death. Oh, He's, is that really what you think's going to happen? <laughs> Can we not, please? You, be you, nice. Just, Play nice. You said, let's get him in a room together. I said, okay. Then you're like, wait a minute. This is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want people to imagine it. I don't need to dwell on it with you. <laughs> it, would be, it would be something like Jill and Joe. Jill, I'd be Jill. Jill, Jill. <laughs> okay. All right. Enough. How are you, sir? I am. Fant- you know why I'm so fantastic this morning? Why? Because this has been a very bad week for the pig people. Uh, first, Brian Stelter is fired from CNN. Liz no Cheney comment. goes back on her broom to Wyoming. Okay. Uh, if Officer Harris breaks one of her hooves, it's going to be a trifecta. <laughs> so here's the, you know, we talked about the Brian Stelter thing this morning, and Stu did everything he could just to turn the knife in me to because I'm trying to not kick someone when they're down. Uh, well, and I, 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 it would be so easy to just dance on that grave. Really, for me personally, very easy to do. Well, and it's, it's not the right really, thing to do. It's going to be really hard for that potato to get back up. You know, okay. it's like when a turtle's right. on its back. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, can I talk to you about the Liz Cheney thing? Please. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, your thoughts on the delusions of grandeur from Liz Cheney. Oh, I, I think you're a little wrong in, in this sense, if you're talking about her running for president, because what she's going to do, and Glenn, you've been in this business even longer than I have, uh, and you understand how it works. What happens is you run for president with no intention of becoming president. You run yes. for president so that when you go on CNN or MSNBC, now the Chiron, the little title on your screen will say, former Liz president. Cheney, former presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. And now she can get a huge big book deal about what a hero she is. She can be on TV in perpetuity, uh, and she can hustle money for from gullible donors uh, to basically fund a campaign where she goes around the country running her mouth. So it's a very smart move for her. I think a lot of Republican voters think, ha, 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 she's going to lose. She knows she's going to lose, but at the same time, she's going to get enormously wealthy, increase her stature, and she'll get to replace you know, Bill Kristol or, or uh, Jennifer Rubin when they you know, go back to their nursing home. So what you're, so what you're saying to me, if I may <laughs> paraphrase, 
yes. strike me down and I will become even more powerful. That's I mean, um, but we've seen this over and over. Yeah. I mean, Bill Bill Weld, who was you know couldn't even become the ambassador to Mexico, he had to resign, <laughs> being governor of Massachusetts. He was on MSNBC or CNN in uh, 2018 or 19, advocating for President Trump to get the death penalty, and no one even batted an eye because he was saying, you know, the pun- President Trump committed treason, the punishment for treason is death. It's it's insane the levels to which uh, uh, these failures are allowed to be given uh, platforms. And but so, so but, that, uh, but that doesn't take that. That's not a surprise to anybody. I mean, uh, honestly, I, I think she could take Brian Stelter's job um, at CNN um, and it would not surprise me. Of course, the guy who, you know, stabbed uh, Salman Rushdie could get the job and that wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. So um, but, but but that's what they always do. And I don't think the press has any credibility anymore and i really wonder its impact well i think there is an enormous amount of impact well first of all she 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 i mean the salmon rushdie job isn't as good as liz cheney at killing people so she really has that um over him and in all seriousness one of the reasons i think this woman is uniquely despicable is as of 2018 she was still telling john mccain how good torture is and how lying about that so the CIA's torture program gave us useful information. So if you're sitting and advocating torture and to John McCain, you're at a level of depravity that's far and above uh, pretty much anyone else in, in, in politics. Um, and, and I think it's going to be hilarious, though, if she runs and runs an independent, because Andrew Yang, that snake, is doing everything he can to court her to join his forward party, if you look at his Twitter, Mm -hmm. if she runs as a third party and she would draw votes exclusively from anti-Republican people, which would otherwise go to Biden or the Democratic nominee, that press will turn on her so fast or her heads will spin and she'll have to go back home to her husband, Kermit the Frog. Um, We're talking to Michael Malice. Wait, Uh, wait, that's interesting, Michael. You think all of the votes would come from Democratic votes? I mean, the the idea, I think, of the candidacy, right, would be to pull moderate Republicans who don't like Donald Trump over to vote for her as an independent. You think they'd all come from the left? No, they'd all, if if she was not there and the choice is Biden or whoever the nominee is versus Trump, all those votes in a binary system are going to go toward the Democratic candidate. I agree. They're not going to, they don't like Biden or the candidate, just hate Trump. That's why they're voting for Biden. And I I really think, Stu, that the people that I've talked to, they may, they're either for Trump or they're for Ron DeSantis, but they will always say the same thing to me. Always. I really hope that DeSantis is the guy but I am fully behind Trump if he's the candidate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's like, uh, if I want DeSantis, uh, I'll vote for Liz Cheney. Right. You know, it's just that's I just think that's that's not going to happen. I'd love to get your opinion on this. Um, the editor and uh, national editor and columnist for the fan- Financial Times um, kind of echoed the words of our former CIA director, Michael Hayden, who said the Republicans are the most dangerous political force in history. Uh, Lou said, I've covered extremism and violent ideologies around the world over my career. Hey, I've never come across a political force more nihilistic, dangerous, contemptible than today's Republican. Nothing even close. Yeah, I, I wish the Republican Party was as, as one-tenth 
as awesome as they're trying to make them out to be. They can't. <laughs> they couldn't even abolish NPR. Um, every. I, I'm, I'm going to get serious for a second to, to your listeners. Okay. Every single agency that the Republicans shake their fists about, like the CIA this week, have been funded and supported by Republican uh, Congress people for decades yes. without batting an eye. So this claim that they're going to burn anything down is completely fallacious. Uh, they fund things year after year. Uh, as Stu and I discussed when he was on my show a couple years back, when you had Trump in the White House and a Republican Congress, they didn't even try I know. to cut the budget. Well, I will tell so you, this is completely nonsensical. This is why I really think that the Republicans have one more shot um, and they're not going to do it with the people who are in. It's got to be new blood that is in there. Um, but they the Mitch McConnell's of the world still think it's 1975. They still think they're playing the same game and nothing has changed because they haven't changed. Um, however, Republicans have changed and Republicans voters who I think the party at the upper echelons despise their own voters. Um, but they if if Congress gets in and does not uh, uh, defund the IRS or the um, the uh, Department of uh, Education, the CIA, and I'm not saying completely defund it so we don't have that agency. I know you would. I, I'm saying defund it to the part to where it really cripples them until they start doing transparent reforms. And when I say on, on the um, I'm only talking about the uh, Department of uh, Justice, I'm not talking necessarily about the CIA and I'm not talking about the Department of Ed. I'm fine. Get rid of them. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot to what you're saying. First of all, it's kind of ironic because new blood is Liz Cheney's favorite breakfast. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I do think we're at a point with the Republican base uh, and they have so much. Remember, in 2012, Paul Ryan was regarded as the right wing of the party. That's why Mitt Romney brought him onto the ticket. I think the base has gotten so enraged and social media helps them with this at the frauds that the Republican politicians are, that if they don't start showing receipts, things are going to keep getting uglier and uglier uh, in this country, and the Republicans will be to blame for it in part. I, uh, I just stood in front of a bunch of Republicans just this week, and I said, you guys have one more election. One more. If you don't produce results, if you get the House or the Senate in January, People that vote for you guys will be done. We'll be done. And uh, Donald Trump would be exactly the kind of guy to start a new party. Or it wouldn't even be starting a new party. It would be just who knows what would happen. I don't mean in terms of violence, just in terms of like when you have a huge percentage of population just absolutely disgusted with politics, you know, things start breaking apart in terms of authority, in terms of systems working, uh, in terms of civil disobedience. It, it, you know, it, it, things get messy. We're already almost there. Uh, thank you so much, Michael. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure, folks. Have a you good bet. weekend. Bye-bye. Michael Malice. So if you're a sensible person, I know you are, you know that you're never more than a single disaster away from losing things that are precious to you. You wake up in the middle of the night and your house is on fire. This just happened to a neighbor of mine. And uh, they just had finished this house, had moved in. It was great. Well, the guys who were doing the roofing, one of the welders or something, I don't know, but they were doing the roof and they were putting the final, you know, flange on. 
and a spark got into the roof and nobody caught it. And that night the house burned and it burned from the roof down. And this house had uh, sprinklers. So they didn't lose the house per se. They just destroyed the house from water and everything in it. And I saw them taking pictures out and, you know, wedding picture, all of this stuff, just gone, just gone. You have pictures, you have camcorder tapes, film reels, everything else thinks that once they're gone, they are gone. Legacy box is the answer, and it is a simple answer. I was walking down the hallway of my uh, house, and I have pictures of the family and everything else that are just old pictures that we've taken. They're starting to fade, and they're in a dark hallway. It's because photographs are not meant to last forever. I didn't know that. Did you? Legacy box is the answer, and it's simple. Everything from your childhood to your kids' childhoods on film, tape, photographs, preserve them now and don't wait until it's too late. Go to LegacyBox.com slash vanity to get a, uh, an amazing discount. The, uh, you have to claim the special offer right now by using this web address, LegacyBox.com slash vanity. Do it now and preserve your family's history. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, we talked to Bill O'Reilly and Michael Malice. Um, I have a podcast coming out. Uh, well, it came out last night for Blaze TV subscribers, and you can catch it if you're a Blaze TV subscriber right now. Uh, tomorrow it'll come out on my YouTube channel. Uh, it is a podcast with Vivek Ramaswamy, who is quite honestly probably one of my top ten fascinating people. Yeah, really smart guy. Uh, yeah, and can talk about anything he's one of maybe two people that i have interviewed that i actually took notes while they were speaking Mm. you know because you know i try to stay in the conversation but i wrote down things that i needed to look up and then i also wrote down other topics that i wanted to bring up with him because he would open a door on something and i'd go Oh, crap. That's a treasure trove of information on that. If I go that direction, that doesn't happen very often. Uh, And he is truly brilliant. I mean, he's Harvard and Yale educated and yet a normal human being. It's it's uh, it's quite fascinating. Yeah, I I talked last night to Paul Bond of Newsweek, who wrote an article about how the right is pushing back against woke companies. Yeah. And it was, you know, it's a straight news story, but not written as you typically see from the from, you know, the New York Times. It's got to focus on him, right? Yeah. And it it mentions Vivek in there. Um, And it it talks about how some of the backing Peter Thiel was involved, I guess, Mm -hmm. in the formation of this fund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a serious effort. And it's something that is changing minds in the in big finance. They are. Oh, yeah. Which is big. Yeah. Because, you know, you think about some of these people who are at the heads of these companies and they a lot of them don't like ESG. They don't want to do these things, but they look at the reality of the situation and all the money's coming from BlackRock. And so they're trying to do what they can to play the games that's best for the shareholders. And you know what they see is 
best in the short term. Look, here, here's the thing. Private company, and this is why this is not the free market. They say, well, these are private companies doing what they do. Well, if the government and all of the biggest uh, banks, hedge funds, and insurance companies are in collusion and the governments of the entire world say fossil fuels are out, well, then the banks look at each other and go, well, they're going to just regulate that out of business. Mm -hmm. So it is probably in the best interest of us to play the game because they're not going to fund it. So why should we stick our necks out and we'll get dinged by going another direction? That's what's happening. And this fund gives the people in those positions at some of these companies an argument to say, hey, wait a minute. What about these guys? There's hundreds of millions of dollars going over here. There's a way that we can still get this funding. We can still get this support. We can still get this investment uh, because people are sticking their necks out to protect what should be the truth here, right? That companies should try to do the best thing they can to make their products good for people, to make uh, to make the experience good for their users or for their customers, and to do the best thing they can for their shareholders. Right. That's what this is supposed to be about. Right. That's what Vivek's... You know, DRLL listed. It's an index for the energy uh, sector uh, on the uh, New York Stock Exchange. Please invest in that. And his podcast is uh, happening right now. Blaze TV subscribers. Join us. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code uh, Glenn and you will save. By the way, there's a story out uh, that is a pretty consequential story. They are now talking about changing and dropping the labels ESG because it's becoming so toxic. Congratulations. The Glenn Back Program.